Hi, welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. In a time when we are learning to lean more on each other, we are doing this because we want to explore ways to live out our faith every day, even on a beautifully ordinary Tuesday afternoon. Hi, and welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. I am Wren. And hello, I'm Ben. We're so glad that you have taken a few minutes to join us this afternoon, and we hope everybody's having a great week. Um, how's your week going so far, Ben? Thanks for asking, Ren. Mm-hmm. It's going pretty well. How about yours? So far, so good. You know, just thankful for the sunshine today, and like we say in the mountains in March and April, just enjoy it because tomorrow is going to completely change. I know it's uh, not as bad here though. My family in Ohio, they're getting like a snowstorm. Really? Tonight? Yeah. <gasps> wow. So, how are you- they feeling about that? Uh, well, my sister sent me a text with a picture of the winter weather warning that said, is this a joke? Uh, yeah, because it's April. It's going to be April 21st tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's a little late for snow, even up north. Even up north. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, we're going to, it's going to be chilly chilly around here, but it'll be okay. Um, so um, let's think about the things that are sort of saving our life this week, things that are sort of making us feel happy and helping us kind of move forward. Can you think of anything that's kind of that for you this week? I got to go running on the park, Blue Mm. Ridge Parkway Sunday. And that during the warm months of the year is kind of my weekly, my weekly thing, Uh, either Saturday morning or Sunday morning, I get up at sunrise and go run on the parkway for a good long way. It's my long run for the week. And it just, it, is my happy place. It was so good mm. to be back there again. Oh, I bet. It's beautiful up there. Yes. We were up there, I can't remember, a few days ago, but it was just so clear everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful, beautiful mountains. Um, cool. Uh, well, actually, John and I went to Wilmington this past Thursday evening. So Friday, um, my son, who is in the military graduated from a training that he had to do that was like six months long. It was kind of a big deal. Um, And we got to spend the whole afternoon on Friday with um, he and Savannah. We all went to Wilmington and we walked around the riverfront and just looked in shops, which I haven't done in over a year, walking around looking in shops. Yeah. What? And we sat outside and had lunch um, right there on the river with the bridge in the background. And so it was a really, really nice time for John and I to spend with the two of them and that we haven't had a chance to do in a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, that made me pretty happy. So um, today's topic is gentleness. That's um, right. Yeah, we're talking about the fruits of the Spirit. Kind of, mm-hmm. We only have, this is the second to last one, right? Yeah. Yeah, gentleness. gentleness. Next week is self-control. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So today we'll talk, just concentrate on this whole gentleness thing today. But yeah, it's been a great um, series. I feel like I've learned a lot as we kind of go deeper in on each of the um, fruits of the Spirit. And gentleness, that's kind of, I love gentleness. It's, it is where I hope that I try to be Mm -hmm. a lot in my life. I'm not always there. Sometimes I'm the opposite of gentle. <laughs> Same. But I think that's, you know, we're human folks, so that's how it works. But, um, you know, I was just wondering if you had any kind of 
thoughts about gentleness to kind of start us out? Sure. Uh, you know, I think my first thought with gentleness is um, how much strength mm-hmm. it requires to be gentle. Um, and I think it's important to say it that way because our culture currently uh, makes it feel like the opposite. Um, like it is takes more strength to be aggressive or mm-hmm. hostile or to get your own way, um, where it actually takes a lot more energy and um and I would say empowerment by the Holy Spirit as well mm-hmm. and able to be gentle in most situations. I agree. And when I think of prayerful, I was just I just happened to think of that word yeah. when you were saying that, which also takes strength, you know, because if if you are in the midst of a chaotic situation or mm-hmm. something that is um, divisive or, you know, any anything like that, it does take strength and you know, perseverance and just to move forward in a gentle way, because it would be so easy to side in one place or the other, or to turn your voice up, be it in your head or vocally to join, to join the chaos. Um, and to be gentle, I think it it makes me think of, um, just Jesus walking down a dirt road and, you know, folks just kind of falling in mm. next to him in step with him because he lived in such a gentle way that it was attractive to others and they wanted to understand how he could how he was that way and how can I be more that way and i just feel like that's such a nice example to lead by if we could try harder to do yeah. that as a society yeah, and, and Jesus' gentleness really came to bear and fruit with people that others were certainly not gentle to, right. to women, to children, to the the tax collectors and the other outcasts. Those were the ones that mm-hmm. uh, Jesus treated with respect and kindness and gentleness. And really, yeah. you know, when you think about the culture that was around that movement and, you know, maybe the culture that's around our own homes or our organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's only ever going to be as gentle and kind to everyone as it is to the person that is the least, whatever that is in the moment. Right. And that's, that's what Jesus did, um, was yeah. extended that same amount of gentleness to, to everyone. To everyone. And, and I love that there, there is no, um, there's no checklist. There's no, you have to be these five things for me to feel gentle toward you or to accept you because are you a person? Are you a human? Mm-hmm. Then that's all you need. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. I was thinking too, when you were talking just about how sometimes Jesus's gentleness came across when, um, you know, there's those stories where like the Pharisees or folks like that were always trying to trap Jesus, it says, or like get him to put him in a situation that was difficult to get out of or put his back against the wall, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And it would be really like, I know how I feel in those situations. Like I either want to a prove that I'm right and you're wrong (laughs) or B, I want to demonstrate how smart I am and Mm -hmm. I'm smarter than you or whatever those things, like those, those, those urges within us. And Jesus always responds by asking a question. That's right. You know, and uh, which that kind of creates a mirror 
and it creates an opportunity for everybody to learn and grow. Yeah. Uh, and so in that way, gentleness isn't just about being uh, pleasing to people, um, but it actually creates opportunities for everyone to become who they're meant to be. It does. It kind of, And it kind of changes their mindset. It, it kind of throws them off guard, I think. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which connects to a story that you have about gentleness. Yeah, so I was thinking about this story. Um, I really, really enjoy the the writing and the just all the stories about um, Gregory Boyle. He's a Jesuit priest, and he wrote two books. The first one is Tattoos on the Heart, and then the second one is Barking to the Choir or Barking at, I think it's Barking to the Choir because it's a play on words of, um, preaching to the choir. Mm, I've never read that one. I read the first one. Oh, so good. His stories are just great. He works. Um, he works and lives in um, South Central Los Angeles in the gang member community, and he's done a lot of work over the years, just being in community with them. And um, you know, they've started. They've started this. Um, a business called Homeboy Industries that's grown over the years and gang members that are no longer actively in the, in the gangs work together. You know, you might have um, two fellows from that were in opposing gangs that are now working together in a bakery, mm-hmm. if you can imagine that. And this is a short story about one of those folks that works in the bakery named Mario. So Gregory Boyle was asked to do a keynote address at a university, and he wanted to bring a couple of his homeboys, which he calls these guys, um, with him. And uh, they had never been on a plane before. They were kind of apprehensive about getting in front of a bunch of people, but he reassured them that you know they could tell their stories and it would be okay. So he gave his speech, and then he had the two guys come up, and they each spoke for about five minutes. And Mario, who, by the way, was completely tattooed from head to toe, even his eyelids were tattooed, you know, he he just looked like kind of a guy that you would kind of cross the street if, if he was walking towards you, kind of a person. And anyway, so he got up, and he spoke about, what it was like growing up and how he ended up in a gang and and what that life was like and what his life had been since he was no longer in a gang and how um, he had two kids who were getting ready to be teenagers and just telling his his life story. And he was very um, timid and shy and unsure and, and just doing the best that he could to get these words out. And then afterwards, they had a question and answer time and a woman stood up And she said, I have a question for Mario. So he came back to the mic and he was kind of terrified about what she was going to ask him. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to answer this question. And she just said, you mentioned that you had two children who were getting ready to be teenagers. (laughs) And, um, you know, I wonder as their father, what what kind of advice would you have for them? And he really had to think about it for a minute. And he just... It was like he couldn't get his words out. And finally, he just said, he just blurted out, I just hope they don't turn out like me. Mm-hmm. And the woman said, why wouldn't you want them to turn out just like you? She said, you are loving, you are kind, you are wise and gentle. I hope your kids turn out to be just like you. 
And the entire audience in this huge auditorium stood up and clapped for him and um, returned him to himself, as they say. And I just feel like that story is just, it, it is a picture of what gentleness can look like and how we can um, take that person that you, you, you have all these things playing around in your head about what your assumption is of who they are and offer kindness, offer gentleness, mm-hmm. take that risk and do it and see, see what, what you can turn around. You can change a person's life just that quickly. Wow. So. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that story. What, what do you think that phrase, return them to themselves, what, what do you draw from that? Well, what I draw from that is someone like Mario standing there, scared to death in the face of all these people, people that are not like him mm-hmm. at all. And yet they are reflecting back to him that he's good and he believes it. In that moment, he believes that he is good. And therefore, I think he's returned to himself. Mm. So, That's mm-hmm. a very proactive type of gentleness, to be that type of mirror for yeah. someone that... Well, I don't even know if mirror is the right word because mirror just shows you everything, but mm-hmm. that, that highlighted the best parts of himself. And yeah. I wonder, I wonder what it would look like if that's what we did with our time and our energy and our words is we mm-hmm. built up and encouraged the best parts of each other Gosh. without having to dwell on the other stuff. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be a game changer for yeah. this world, for sure. You almost wouldn't need to address the negative if we just build each other's positive up, that right? Would, yeah, that would be like a dream come true. <laughs> So, Sounds you know, like a kingdom of God dream to me. It does. Yeah. That's something we need to keep working at. Yeah, every day. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's my the story about gentleness. And I, if you choose to read one of those books, they are just jam-packed with all kinds of uplifting stories like that. And they're funny and raw mm-hmm. and stripped down to the foundation and built back up again stories. Yeah. They're my favorite. So. Yeah, and his model of empowering people mm-hmm. is, um, is is just a beautiful thing, and it's a model for ministries and outreach organizations everywhere. It truly is. Yeah, and that leads me to the quote that I had today. It's actually a Gregory Boyle quote. Big surprise. But <laughs> <laughs> the quote is, only the soul that ventilates the world with tenderness has any chance of changing it. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Wow. Something Thanks for think sharing about. Yeah. So I didn't have a quote today. I need to, I haven't been in a real quote place lately. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, maybe I'm just not reading the right things. <laughs> but, well, we all go through these, Yeah. you know, different, different times. But I do have a happy song for the day. All right. What's your happy song? Uh, Take It Easy by Surfaces. Okay. Have you listened to any of their stuff, Ren? No. They've got a really chill vibe. I think you would like. Surfaces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take It Easy. Is it the is it a is it the Eagles song or is it a different Take It Easy? Oh, a diff- very different. So it's not like very a remake. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, well, I'm gonna give that a try. Take- what a good one the, for today. I forgot about the Eagles song. Take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my happy song for today is "Take Me Home, Country Roads" by John Denver. When our daughter Katie went to Australia for eight months a couple years ago. 
she was out at a a bar one night with Mm -hmm. some friends and they played this song and she said mom I knew who every American in that bar was because we all <laughs> got together in a big circle and sang that. And, you know, everyone there, the folks, the Australian people knew it too, but it was a very distinctive group that kind of yes. came together like, oh, this is a song about home. And yes. so, and it's a nice, a great song for this time of year with, you know, green leaves and all that stuff. Yes. If you <laughs> live in or grew up in a small American town, yeah. that you just know that song. You, you do. do. It's like you're you born with do. the lyrics yeah. in your head. Sort of like Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but way different. <laughs> oh, well, thank you all for joining us so much this week um, as we have talked about gentleness. And next week, we look forward to wrapping up this series on the fruit of the spirit with you as we um, kind of wind that down with a talk on self-control. All so. right. Sounds good. Looking forward to that. Have a great rest of your week, everyone. Go in grace and peace.